Hello, everyone. Today, I have a super amazing special guest on my podcast. Her name is Jana, and she lives in Florida. Now, Jana has the superpower that everybody needs, and that is to help nurses leave shift work behind and actually start a business. Now, we know in this crazy world that we live in, that is so needed. And I know personally of people that have left, specifically nurses that have left their jobs in this chaos. And people like Jana is so needed. Welcome to season nine of Unleash Your Focus podcast, the number one place to be to start, grow or scale your online business. This season, we have stepped it up. I am not just diving in behind the scenes to understand what makes these entrepreneurs successful, but throughout season nine, we will be giving away prizes every single week that you can win books, courses, coaching programs, vouchers, and so much more. You will not just get the knowledge from the experts on the actual episode, but we will send you a transcription on email every single week with a summary and a call to action that you can implement in your business. To qualify for prices, please make sure that you are on the email list so you don't miss out and share this with friends and family that you think needs this in their life. Go to unmutualfocus.com and register today. I can't wait to share these episodes with you. See you on the inside. Hi, Jana. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. You know what? When I saw what you were doing, I was like, wow, can we take you and clone you and make lots of you around the world because it's so necessary. Can you tell people a little bit about how how did this all come about? Because this is such a big thing going from being a nurse, working in COVID, and then obviously, you know, helping other people or other nurses to get out of the profession. So how, how can you just please enlighten us and tell us your story? Yeah, so my story to this point happened about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working in a float pool, which is basically you get sent to any unit where they're short um, and kind of get stuck in horrible situations. And at that point, I was very just drained, exhausted, overwhelmed. And it was kind of this point in where I was like, well, I either need to change where I'm working or I need to change myself. And I wasn't really sure which. I applied for other jobs and there was none available at the time. So I was like, I guess I need to change myself. So I did all kinds of things, got really fit, worked um, on my nutrition. Those things kind of made me feel a little more energized and, you know, a little bit better, but there was still something missing. And that was when I started getting more into the personal development and like mindset side of things. And the concept of life coaching kept coming up over and over again. And I was like, okay, I'm listening. I need to look into this. Um, So I actually reached out to a life coach that was by me at that time. I started working with her and like everything shifted. My job didn't change. My patient ratios didn't change, but everything changed for me personally. And that affected everything in my life. My relationships were better. I had more energy. I started to, you know, create more and people started coming to me being like, what happened to you? Like, how can I do this too? And that was kind of the point where I was like, oh, I can help people. So I went and got my coach training and started with burnout coaching. And then the pandemic hit and I was like, I need to go full in, in my coaching business. I cannot do nursing anymore. And so I slowly built up my coaching business and I realized that all my burnout clients were also nurses who were building businesses. And I'm like, I'm not burnout coaching, I'm business coaching. (laughs) And that was kind of the push for me. And that was like about six months ago where I transitioned into business coaching specifically for nurses. And I do have some other health care care providers in my um, clientele, but mostly helping them get out of 
the shift work schedule and create and serve at a higher purpose because most healthcare workers really went into the profession because they wanted to help. They really have that desire to help. And I think a lot of the times, especially amidst the chaos that is right now, they lose sight of that and being able to create something where they can serve at their highest capacity in their own unique way is really something beautiful. Yeah. I love that you do what you do, Yana. I think it is so empowerful. And I mean, like just looking, I avoid the news, like it's the plague, but just looking, you know, like you can't avoid it completely because people share with things with you and it pops up everywhere. But just looking at the chaos in the world at the moment and so many nurses either just literally resign or getting fired because they don't want to get vaccinated or they don't want to do certain things. It's it's incredibly sad to see, you know, people that is so incredibly important to the community and what they need to go through. Do you think or do you feel like there is some correlation with people wanting to leave now the nursing profession in before like maybe say two years ago do you feel like people are more traumatized when I would say nurses are more traumatized if I can use that word as into why they need to go yeah so I don't like I think that this was kind of the triggering point for a lot of people I don't think there was always that desire I think for a lot of people who kind of fell into nursing because I said they like they like to help and they they didn't really know what avenue that was going to be and they fell into nursing Mm -hmm. and a lot of uh, uh, people and I can say I was the same way have this like fear of the unknown and they don't know if they can make it on their own and they don't know you know like they're worried that if they try something it'll be worse than where they are now then COVID came along and there's like, there's nothing worse than being a nurse during COVID. They're like, it, it, like, and you can use the word trauma because I mean, I have literally had to do some of my own inner healing after being a nurse um, during COVID in an ICU because it is traumatizing. It is very difficult to watch so many people get sick so fast and so many people die. Like, of course it's traumatizing. And when you weren't sure if bedside nursing was the right avenue for you to help, that was like, okay, I'm done. I need to find something else. So I think that is one of the reasons that there is such like a mass exodus of nurses because they realize that, you know, this is the worst case scenario. Maybe there is something better for me. Maybe there is a way that I can serve and make myself feel better and serve others. And we can all, you know, improve our lives. Yeah. Wow. We are living in some crazy times at the moment, right? And it's, yes. so, it's again, it's just so awesome that you help these nurses. So why do you think has been your, your biggest aha moment in the last year with your business? Yeah, um, I feel like it was my personal shift from like going full time in my business, where I realized that I had to completely like change my identity in that I was so focused on being an employee. I was so focused on being that nurse. I was so focused on given tasks and just doing them. Whereas entrepreneurship is completely different. It's completely like there are no rules. <laughs> you make them, you create, exactly. you know, you add value to the world and that brings money to you. And like, there is no time versus money. Like, I think that identity shift was the biggest like thing for me when I kind of had that moment and be like, oh, I'm like literally trying to build a business, but I'm like acting like an employee. This doesn't work. <laughs> so doing that work was transformational for me. And then seeing all my clients being like, 
oh, they need to do this too. So I feel like a lot of my personal coaching with my clients tends to be around this identity shift and shifting from that nurse employee to nurse entrepreneur. How did you, how did you trigger that identity shift? Because I mean, identity is, I, I mean, if you don't find your true identity of who you are, you're going to struggle with a lot of things in like personal life, business, all of that. How did you come to trigger to, to figure out what was that identity that you needed to take on? Because I think people struggle to get to that point. Yeah. And it was kind of after doing some of the like digging or like the peeling the layers off the onion kind of situation. And a lot of the, I I love to use like letting go of the rule book of shoulds. We basically like you have been labeled your whole life. You've been told you should act a certain way. You should behave a certain way. You need to do a certain thing. You need to get certain grades. You have all of these shoulds that have been put on you. And a lot of the work I did and I have my clients do is like, releasing all these shoulds start noticing like where do you think that like you know a good wife has the food on the table at 5 p.m and all the laundry washed and folded like why do those things matter they don't there they aren't but we put ourselves in these like teeny little boxes and say that we need to conform to this to be like a good human but really that's just holding us back from who we truly are and I feel like when we start peeling all of that layers back and being that employee was one of them for me. And I was like, whoa, that's clearly not serving me. Mm-hmm. Um, and once we start peeling all those back, you become the best version of yourself because you actually become you. Mm-hmm. Like you underneath all of that is the real you. That is, yep. Thank you, Yana. That is in love. You're welcome. <laughs> when, when did you um, start like, Okay, so let me ask you this question. Do you do group coaching or do you do one-on-one coaching? So I do one-on-one coaching um, and then I have a uh, course that does have a group coaching component. Okay, so how can people get in touch with you then to get into your coaching programs? Yeah, so um, I do a lot of my stuff on Instagram. So I have my Instagram, which is Jana Holterman Coaching. Um, And then I have a free Facebook community um, that is from shift work to dream work. Um, So you can get in there. There's tons of free value um, and master classes and whatnot all in there to kind of get into my community. And then if you are ready to take the next step, then I offer a free, um, I call it a badass blueprint session, which is basically creating the blueprint for how you are going to become your best badass self to build your business. I love that. That is amazing. And I think you guys can seriously just get, get in touch with you on I follow her on Instagram and she's so fun to watch on Instagram. So she's got all these little videos and it's just, it's just fun. It's like my entertainment every day and it's not just entertainment. I actually learn something from her. So it's really cool to watch you. So Yana, you can see I've got a big hashtag goals behind me. Yes. And um, it's kind of like a joke um, within our, you know, within the, I should I say my group coaching and my coaching programs that I've done because people struggle to set goals. And I was always just like, have you done your goals this week? Type effect. So how do you set goals in your business? Yeah. So I am very much a like set it and forget it goal setter. So I do kind of like the, I would say like almost manifestation process where I like create a very vivid desire that I want, you know, like I don't know, like I would like five clients this month, like on -on one-on-one program or something. And I really like envision myself achieving that goal. I envision them like being in my calendar. I really like vividly envision those. 
And then I just like, let it go. And I continue on my life, focusing on where I am right now, really having that like appreciation, gratitude, and fully believing that where I am right now is exactly where I'm meant to be. And I have everything I need in this moment. And this is like literally how I've created where I am now, because I used to be the planner who would like control the situation who like it had to be the way I planned it and I would hold on to it for dear life and over and over again my goals wouldn't happen because I was so focused on not having the thing that I wanted that I was creating more of not having so I have shifted that completely to creating that desire and then just like having gratitude and appreciation for where I am now and over and over again it's kind of like I achieve that goal and often better that is really cool. I like that you say that you actually vividly imagine that because it is, it's, it's that whole visualization idea, right? Do you have a, yeah. I don't, if, if, just a question, do you have a, a vision board or do you have a, a goal board, anything like that? Um, I have like on the back of my like computer screen, like I have like a few things that I like, but it's very simple. And then I have like a cork board that's like behind me here that um, has like quotes and things that are resonating with me, like at this point, like, so I change those pretty regularly. Yeah. I like that. That's really cool. So this podcast episode, or not just this episode, but this podcast is about diving in behind the scenes to understand what makes people successful, right? And obviously within that, there comes habits and all kinds of daily routines, et cetera. But what do you feel is the thing that makes you, you know, that is actually literally guiding and helping you on this path of success? What would that thing be that stands out to you? Mm, I feel like the, like, just the knowing that whatever I happens, I will figure it out no matter what obstacle comes. Like I kind of had this, like when I left nursing, I was like, I, I'm going to figure it out. doesn't matter what happens. doesn't matter if like I go broke in the process, I'm going to figure it out. And being willing to keep figuring it out over and over again, even if you fail, even if, you know, you look stupid when doing a live or whatever, like it doesn't matter. And each of that, each time that happens, like you get closer and closer to becoming that you um, and that success. And that's kind of how I've approached everything. Like, well, I didn't know how to do this. So of course I'm going to have to figure it out and trusting that that like next step is going to be there. I don't need to have the whole plan. I just need to have the next step. And through taking that action, clarity on the next step comes and just keeps going and moving forward. That's, I like that. That's actually really good advice. I really like that. So also this listeners of the show is people that want to start a business or they're stuck, you know, or they have a business and they're stuck. They're just sitting on that fence. What advice would you have for somebody that is sitting on that fence? When you keep on taking in information, you get confused. Your brain gets overwhelmed. It's completely normal brain behavior. And we keep telling ourselves that we just need to learn one more thing. We just need to read one more thing. If we learn more, we're going to be more prepared. But if you're starting a business and you've never started a business before, you don't know what you need to know. You don't understand what actually is important. And a lot of the times we get so focused on just like learning things. And I'll see people who have like eight coaching certifications and stuff because they're so focused on the learning, but that's not going to be what actually creates your business. What creates your business is the taking action. And 
yes, you need to have the mindset. Yes, you need to be aligned. But when you take action, that's what's going to give you the clarity. You're going to be like, oh, that worked really well. Or I I went out and talked to 10 people and I realized they all have the same problem. I really want to help people with that problem. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like you need to just start taking action and then evaluate, look at that. What went well? What didn't go well? What am I going to do differently? And just keep taking action. And through that action, the clarity will come. Yeah. I love when you said that you got, you just go out and speak to 10 people and, you know, because that is something that I teach because I'm a marketing coach, right? And that's something that I teach is really know and understand who your client is, who you're serving. And I mean, that's the core of your business. You're not going to do your awesome little videos just for the sake of doing them. You've obviously got a client or a person in mind with that you do those videos for. Yes. yes. So how did you identify your avatar and, and what is your message to your avatar? Like, how do you identify that? as a core in your business? Um, so I think it was the same thing. Going out there, telling people that I was a life coach, just like a general life coach to start with. Then I noticed the people I was gravitating towards were burnt out. But then I also, again, I kept talking to them. And then I realized that the people that were burnt out was because they weren't doing something that filled them with passion and they really wanted to start a business. And through the last, you know, like two, three years, it was just getting clearer and clearer and clearer and you kind of like I feel like you just keep growing and then you're like oh this container is uncomfortable and then you like expand more and it was a process of continuing to speak to who I thought was my person at that time and sometimes that shifted and just being okay with that I feel like at the beginning I was so like no like no no no, no but she's my perfect person and they're like okay but I've grown so why not the person I'm speaking to could have ch- shifted too yeah. Um, and through that, like, just keep talking to people, see what resonates with you. Like, what are you super passionate about? Like, what could you get up and talk and like do an hour presentation on? Like sometimes some simple questions like that can help with the clarity. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's a lot of just keep talking to people, just mm-hmm. get on like a 20 minute coffee chat with somebody and be like, ask, like pick their brain and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And that is so, so key in business. And I want to strongly recommend to you guys as well. Like if, you, if you're sitting stuck with like, who you're serving, do exactly what Joanna just talked about. Go out and speak to people and just have those conversations because it's amazing what comes from those conversations, right? It is yeah. really amazing because it's things that you don't realize that people actually struggle with because just because you don't struggle with, it doesn't mean the next person doesn't have that problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the times, when like especially in the coaching profession specifically like we have overcome so much that what is normal for us now even though it wasn't normal for us you know five years ago like when we speak to people we're like oh well we used to struggle with that too we overcame that so sometimes like you're like oh I I don't struggle with that anymore but I know how to overcome it because I already did yeah and that's exactly it because sometimes you think of where you are now in your journey but you have to take yourself back a few years where when you started and where you struggled and that's yeah that's really key that's really key to understand how's your routine looking like if you get up in the morning what's your routine yeah Yeah, so I have like a very solid routine (laughs) and I like my routine um I am I get up like six o'clock and I like literally will eat my breakfast and I do like journaling or like I'll sometimes do like gratitude rampage where I just focus on all the wonderful things that are happening in my life. Um, I do tend to like read like um, 
kind of like a devotional or something that has journal prompts in there. I'll do those kinds of things. Sometimes I will pull oracle cards or do a meditation, um, really like connecting to myself. And a lot of the times that's kind of like, all right, what do I need to share today? Like, what do I need to be speaking about? Like, what does my audience need to hear? And I'll kind of do that inner work to kind of prepare me to be able to show up and serve my clients or share on social media or whatnot and feel like I, I need to teach. And a lot of the times that's when I'm like, oh, I need to do a masterclass and it's got to be on this topic. Like those, that's the time where like my creative energy is like flowing. Um, and then I'll generally do a workout take a shower and then I start um, my client calls or like back end processing whatever's there. Um, generally I do like four hours of work and then I have clients on top of that. Okay, nice. That's a good solid routine. And I love the fact that you're journaling and you do gratitude journaling. Can you can you dive a little bit into your gratitude journaling? Why what is the purpose behind that? Yeah. So our brain, like what we focus on, we create more of. And when you program your brain to constantly be looking for those things to be like that are working, when you constantly are looking for those things that you do love, your brain is always then looking for more opportunities to create more of that. So when you add a gratitude practice and you're like, Oh, I like really love my like new bed or like, it's so cozy and warm. I love my like fuzzy blanket or like whatever. Like it doesn't, it does not need to be serious. You do not need to be like, Oh, I like love this, you know, expensive thing. Like it could just be like, I really like my electric toothbrush or like, I really like my coffee mug, whatever it is that gets you kind of into that mindset will start your brain on the like, Oh, like endorphin hit, like, oh, that felt good. I want to create more of that. So it's really just kind of like priming your brain and rewiring it to create more of that good stuff. And I think it also just kind of sets you up to receive more amazing things because if you're focusing on all the ways that your life is working you're kind of in that right mindset and when you're in that energy and then you go and meet somebody you're like oh I can help them or like you're in that energy of service mm-hmm. rather than like being in the energy where like nothing's not nothing's working like I'm not going you know I'm not there fast enough or whatever so um really my gratitude journaling is kind of different every day it's very much like I could literally be like, if I'm not really feeling it, I could just be like looking at things on my desk and being like, oh yeah, I'm grateful for that coffee mug. I'm great. Like it, or it is like bigger things. Like I'm, I go on like talking about how wonderful my clients are and I'm so grateful to have worked with them. So it's kind of wherever I'm at, but it is something that I try to incorporate every day. Yeah. It is such an incredible success habit. And I think it's something that is overlooked quite a bit. And uh, yeah, I just personally, I love gratitude journaling and talking look I've got two kids and at evenings we do gratitude prayers like you know saying thank you and they each have three things that they should be grateful for and it's just such an amazing thing if you think about the things that we actually have even in these crazy times we have so much to be grateful for and it's right yeah. inside it's, it's that it makes you just happy and it's kicking that endorphins off and it's yeah I love that I really do mm-hmm. as we know Yana, entrepreneurship is quite challenging and there's always challenges that comes up, but I guess it's like how we overcome those challenges. So what has been your biggest challenge in the last year and how did you overcome that? Mm, okay. So it was definitely leaving my nursing job before I fully had evidence that like, I mean, I had a few clients, but I didn't have as many clients as I was making, you know, like to, to support the income that I was making in my nursing job. Yeah. So 
fully believing in the fact that I could make it and figuring it out. And I feel like there was like a few month period that I was kind of like floundering and focusing on all the ways it wasn't working. And I'm like, oh, I should have like, I should be able to do this. I should be, you know, like, why isn't it working? Yeah. And I feel like I had a lot of these wonderful gratitude practices and things before. And then once I got into that more stressful situation and being like, I have to make this work, I was so focused on working, working that I wasn't focusing on taking care of myself, doing my gratitude journal, do my self-care time, really like pouring into myself. Mm. And that kind of was like, oh, well, it's not working. And I feel kind of like exhausted again like I got back into that like kind of burnout stage and I was like oh so shifting back bringing all those routines back was kind of the thing that I needed to figure out and I feel like I needed to figure it out the hard way personally um, to create a sustainable business where I can enjoy my life I like to say I you do the things and then you live your life like you literally you do the things that you need to do to help build your business and then you just go and enjoy your life and the times of rest the times where I'm enjoying my life are generally when I get the messages for new clients coming or you know like new things coming in and allowing that you know I think it's like allowing the space for you to receive because if you're so busy trying to like do all these things and do more and do more like you're like you don't have time for more clients but if you allow that time that empty space where you're just kind of enjoying life you're like oh I do have the time for clients like you're like creating the space ahead of time yeah that is beautiful. I really love that. I never thought of it like that, you know, creating space for, for clients and things. Because you do have mm-hmm. to have your your me time and your quiet time and enjoying life time. And as entrepreneurs, we we tend to not do that as much. I used to fall into the, now I am very good at it. But before I wasn't, like I would just work flat out 60 hours a week and not create time for myself. And it is so true what you said. It's really important. Yeah. So we did establish what you do, Yana, like earlier in the episode. But can you just tell people again, where can they reach you when they want to get in contact with you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me at Jana Holterman Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then I have a Facebook community from Shift Work to Dream Work that you can find there. And you can send me a message anytime on social media. I'm always available. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you so much for that. Is there anything else that I could have missed that you want to share with the audience today? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's fine. Thank you so much, John. I appreciate your time. And thank you so much what you do for the nurses and the communities. And yeah, it's it's really great that you changed so many lives and that's fantastic. So thank you so much for your time. This was so wonderful. I really enjoyed doing it. Thank you. And guys, I strongly recommend go and check on out. Um, like I said, she's got a really fun Instagram page. I enjoy watching her little videos. It's really awesome to watch. And it's not just it's not just fun to watch them, but it's full of like really great knowledge. So yeah, I really Thank strongly you. recommend to go and join Yana's Facebook group too. Thank you so much and uh, have a good day, Yana. Thank you.